0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Azizi Podcast. I'm sure you've heard something is happening right now in the cryptocurrency world. Something is happening with this company called FTX, and the CEO of this company, Sam Bankman-Fried, aka SBF. So I invited my former colleague and cryptocurrency professional Miguel Hansen to discuss what actually is happening, what all this drama is about, what all this scandal is about. And I think it's very important to note that none of this is an investment advice. Uh, absolutely don't take it as such um, enjoy and of course don't forget to subscribe and rate this episode with five stars and a positive review
1: thank you what is ftx yeah for sure so by all means i'm not a crypto <laughs> super crypto expert but definitely, yeah, and this is not a financial um,
0: advice by the way yeah this is not financial
1: <laughs> advice um but yeah, I mean, uh, FTX, if you guys don't know, is a cryptocurrency exchange. Um, I believe they have an international and U.S. exchange where... Well, now we know. Um, yeah, and you can use leverage as well. And they had a lending platform to just stake your money and essentially make more. Um, this was uh, owned by Sam, who is the CEO of uh, FTX. And... They've grown quite a bit, but the Sam story bankman, of
0: what bankman fried, like, like such a, such an interesting exactly. name goes by yeah. SBF. <laughs> SPF
1: SBF, Exactly. That's what all the, the crypto Twitter people call them. But yeah, honestly, this story has, is going to go down as one of the biggest in crypto history. I think, um, just learning from just being in the space since 2013, this is probably one of the most screwed up things that's happened, I guess. So, I mean, we can definitely just get so, started. Yeah, like, let's get started. Let's start
0: from the beginning. How did the whole scandal started? What happened? Yeah,
1: for, for sure. So uh, if you guys don't know, there's another huge exchange. It's probably the biggest in the world. It's called Binance. Uh, uh, the CEO, they call him CZ on uh, Twitter. He is kind of the biggest influence in the Twitter in the, like, like crypto space, essentially. So Binance was an early investor in FTX. Um, and FTX started to go grow really big in like 2017, 2018 and moving forward into kind of where we are today. So they essentially became the second biggest exchange just behind Binance. Uh, and by doing this, they were cutting crazy marketing deals. Um, if you guys aren't aware, um, the Miami heat actually, or the Miami has an arena that is named, uh, by. Uh, then i think it's the ftx arena i'm not too sure i don't know oh, if that's wow. a crypto.com arena or the, it's the ftx arena. one of the two um yeah. crypto.com com is in los
0: angeles but th- yeah yeah exactly. tom brady was so, a lot on the in the news because of them
1: yeah i think F- yeah i think tom brady had something along the lines of like 650 mil i don't know if that's completely true but that's what was going around on kind yeah. of twitter but yeah so uh they you know they bought up the, the rights to uh name an arena in miami uh ftx arena uh, they had deals with Steph Curry. Um, you know, a lot of athletes were kind of getting onboarded with FTX. Do, and do essentially- you think
0: they were just like endorsement deals, like, "Oh, can we like lend lend me your name, or we'll just use it, we'll slap it on our brand"? Or did they actually like all these athletes? They were invested on in, in FTX. I, I
1: think I think they it was a little bit of both. I think a lot of these athletes were invested into FTX as at the time, like FTX was probably one of the most trusted exchanges seeing how they were growing so quickly um and the fact of the matter there was so many athletes that just you know were locked in with them they had really good uh kind of industry partners alongside them so it was just right for those types of kind of celebrities to join on and become a part of uh fpx right
0: yeah it was just the Um, thing right it was just the the thing of the moment yeah
1: Yeah, so you know, Binance and FTX kind of started off as friends, and soon they became competitors. Again, as FTX was number two, Binance was number one. Binance had to make sure that they were not going to get taken over, Uh uh, essentially. So, um, Binance had a stake in uh, FTX uh, through FTT, which is their token. Uh Um, They agreed to initially they had agreed to um, buy two billion dollars worth of FTT. Um, basically, FTT is used for, you know, cutting trading fees. That's mostly kind of essentially what their right. uh, utility for that token was. Um, so FTX and then, issued
0: their own token, FTT, and, and Binance bought a bunch of those. Uh, 500 million or so, I'm, I'm not sure. Something. Yeah, like I
1: think that. it was about two, 2 billion they agreed to. So and this, uh, essentially what happened was, like, CZ came out and says that SBF or SAM... Uh-huh. Uh, is hearing that he's talking crap about them to regulators. So I'm uh-huh. saying Binance is doing sketchy stuff. This is that. So Sam so, is talking
0: shit about Binance, uh, about uh, he, he's talking to regulators or he's talking to the public.
1: Yeah. He's talking to both regulators and a little bit of the public. So uh-huh. obviously CZ was just not having that. So he sent out a tweet a couple of days ago saying he was going to dump the entire $2 billion worth of FTT onto the market. And anyone holding FDT obviously is going to know that this is definitely like terrible news because a $2 billion Mm -hmm. worth of coins being dumped on the market is just not a good look. And this would essentially crush the price, right?
0: Did CZ explain why he's dumping?
1: I'm sure there was a ton of background um, stuff going on, just Mm -hmm. really sketchy stuff from Sam that I guess CZ was not. Uh, kind of liking. I'm sure there's a ton of information on Twitter. I definitely have to do a little more research on that end, but there's definitely some, you know, underground stuff that that was happening that not a lot Mm -hmm. of the public retail trader would be aware of, right? Mm -hmm. So
0: So out of the blue, he just says that. And then what happened? Like, how did, you know, the market react?
1: Not everyone liked it. Uh, Essentially, what happened was as soon as he kind of tweeted that out, I think there was some selling on Um, CZ's part, uh, Binance, and I think the price dropped about 15 to 20 percent overnight after that tweet, which is not good.
0: Price of their Um, token,
1: yeah, price of their token FTT. So, obviously, with all the FUD, you're uncertainty, doubt, everything Mm -hmm. goes down. Mm -hmm. And this is where, uh, Almada or Almida. I don't know how to really pronounce it. I think it's Alameda. Alameda, yeah, Alameda. Yes, this is Sam's uh company before FTX, essentially, it's just a hedge fund like market maker. Uh, company that he started before com- coming on to FTX, um, well, they got exposed. So on their balance sheet, they had $12 billion in assets and s- about $7 billion of their assets were in FTT and other altcoins that were illiquid. Mm-hmm. So uh, where's all the money, essentially, is is what people are thinking. Because if you have $12 billion in assets and h- almost more than half of it is... You liquid this can't be good for FTT. Yeah, half of etc. them They're is like,
0: y- is in the token that you created yourself, basically.
1: Exactly. And so FTT is plummeting because of, you know, Binance selling everything and C right. is just like, hey, causing mayhem. Across everyone's fleeing, board.
0: everyone's fleeing, everyone's dumping it now.
1: Yeah, this is just everyone's footing, everyone's scared. They're like, what do I do? Panic sell, panic sell. <laughs> You know, there's there's been a lot that's happened in this bear market over the last couple months, couple of years. You know, you look back at Celsius, um, you know, Lo- Terra Luna, which was one of like the biggest rugs. Mm-hmm. I think this was a lot different when it came down to it. Um, Why was this different? Luna, so Luna, everyone knew what Luna was. It was outright from the beginning. Uh, Duquan knew it was basically a scam. The tech itself was not sustainable whatsoever. In this case, we're talking about a crypto exchange that a lot of people trusted in and would assume that their funds were safe. Again, like this is something that's very important is your wallet security and making sure you have a a majority of your assets in a custodial wallet, whether it's a hardware wallet like a ledger, make sure you guys have your funds safe because you never know. FTX was one of the biggest crypto exchanges and they essentially just rugged everybody. you know within the first 24 48 hours there was over a billion dollars of withdrawals when um it announced that binance was selling all their tokens so at that point knowing that they were in a look they were basically in a liquidity crunch they had 12 billion in assets seven billion dollars in basically illiquid assets so but they were about to be insolvent but
0: didn't Sam tweet it right before, like a, like a day before, that hey, our like everything is fine, we have like liquidity, we have assets, something along those lines, where like there's nothing to worry about. Like, why do you think he tweeted that? Because that was obviously not true.
1: Yeah, it, it's just when you think about it, it just goes to show what type of person he is. It's like he's willing to lie and kind of keep defending what he's been doing, which was leveraging client funds and assets, bring mm-hmm. them to Almeida and just trading and basically leveraging money that he shouldn't have been using in the first place
0: yeah and so so let's what happened afterwards like when everything crashed obviously ftx just like they're talking is crashing people are withdrawing money all of a sudden ftx cannot cover those withdrawals uh they they had to stop you you couldn't withdraw money from them you couldn't withdraw money from And, and then we learned that apparently there is ftx united states and ftx the rest of the world and looks like us is Sort of fine, but like, what what was the next what was the next kind of news about it though?
1: Yeah, so well, right after all of that happened, um, CZ announces that he is going to buy um, FTX, and everything started to pump. But I believe it was a non-bind, or it was a a contract where he was able to pull out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after looking at the numbers, I think he announced after not even twenty four hours that. Buy, they decided back out of the deal and that's when the entire market just decided to plummet even more and oh, yeah. i just found out about like 30 minutes ago that sam needs to cover about 9.4 billion dollars for investors and i think tron um is looking to cover some of those uh payments and uh bought out a yeah. bit of ftx from Uh, as far as i know
0: so so, so that's interesting right uh i saw some news this morning as well where cz uh decided so basically based on what i read uh sam went to cz who is his enemy let's say although i don't believe that that is that dramatic to be honest I, i feel like they're all kind of buddies at the end of the day but i feel like he he went to him and said hey can you buy me out right can you buy ftx and stuff like that and 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 the news yesterday were like okay so binance is buying binance is buying uh and then cz or binance lawyers or whomever they looked at the books and i think this morning or yesterday night they just said like you know why we're not gonna buy we're just like not gonna go along with the deal and, and meanwhile i see a bunch of this news where like security and exchange commission united states law enforcement and all of that they're all looking in, into this ftx thing and like they're they're requesting a bunch of assets to be frozen and stuff like that uh based on what i've read, but like what do you think cz saw like why do you why do you think cz changed his mind what did he see there
1: CZ, what the hell cz is playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers you think i, okay. I think he's just he's come to a point where he knows that uh, ftx is done for and it's like why should i come and save ftx when we can just take all these client customers and i i know it's definitely like it's been rough for a ton of people on ftx like not being able to withdraw their life savings. Like I know like a ton of people have been really affected by it and like all these crypto influencers, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a very tough decision to make. And if you look at the books and realize that these guys are in a ton of crap and it's a huge hole to dig past. If you see $9.4 billion that you have to cover, it's like, does CZ, I know CZ has a ton of money in his, um, you know, treasure chest, but,
0: What's the point, right?
1: What's the point? And I'm sure he's somehow going to get bailed out by someone. Um, Obviously, this this news is very new to us. It's been a couple days, two days, not even. Um, There's still a lot to uncover. I think even as of now, like Twitter's still being updated with a ton of news and of events on kind of what's happening. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just even reading here about like a credible source close to Sam, about what's going on internally and how he offered employees um, a lot of shares early on, um, which the limit was about 250K, which could be matched up with a 250K investment from FTX US at a market rate. Um, and just giving employees a ton of incentives, which at the end of the day was just really weird seeing how he was, he was promising. Like promises a ton of he money cannot yeah exactly so it was very sketchy on his end and apparently the way he was firing a lot of people that didn't really agree to uh his mission was by saying they were not a cultural or yeah not a culture fit yeah classic Yeah, yeah so uh
0: i feel like you know from cz's points of view maybe he was definitely like like he was considering like buying uh ftx but then like what is he actually trying to buy here? It's, I feel like might be, it might be a customer acquisition play where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna buy all this users from here and at least like I have that. But then like, after looking at the books and he probably saw some accounting shenanigans or whatever, he, he kind of like downed it at him like, well, why do I need to spend money on those users? The, the reputation in FTX is already tarnished. They will flee to my platform either way. So might as well just wait until the whole house burns down and, and then he'll, he'll just take over the land. Uh, I feel like maybe that's what's, what's going through my, like just like from the cost perspective uh it's just beneficial for him just just to wait it out Um uh, he did uh, sam today tweeted something we have he has like this twitter thread and he said to my sparring partner well played you won uh besides other emails that he said where he fucked up and all of that yeah but like do you do, do do you mean do you think he's, he meant cz like he said cz you won
1: i was reading a couple comments and i think it was a shot at either cz or um bit uh bit boy
0: yeah, yeah. yeah i saw bitboy saying yeah. I, i'm not too familiar with bitboy to be honest i wasn't really yeah familiar. but Boy was like uh, running around like saying i told you so i told you so on twitter and i was like okay okay you were right so apparently he was like definitely but i don't think is bitboy that big
1: he's he's pretty big in this way i'm personally not a, a fan of him he's just i i, I like to really just uh, stick to my roots and uh you know uh <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know I, I just don't really agree with people that uh kind of take sponsorships on to promote coins. It's just yeah, really not the best people to be following in the crypto space, right? Hard to trust, so, yeah. And yeah, then, definitely hard to trust.
0: Okay, so with the situation that we're having right now, you mentioned that Tron wants to get involved. Do you know anything about, like, what's happening there right now at this moment in terms of, like, how they want to get involved? What's uh, what's What sort of deals uh, they're looking? So now that Binance is not buying FTX, Sam is still at the helm. Uh, yeah. He is still free to do i guess whatever he wants to do so he's out there raising capital he tries to cover the debt what's happening
1: yeah yeah i think uh they were trying to cover the debt and i think i'm reading here that justin sun safeguard the overall blockchain industry and crypto market tronda reserve will purchase i believe this is 300 million usdt in the market and um I'm assuming this is here to help, uh, kind of Sam and FTX with the holder in. So, why are they helping? Kind of what I'm reading here. Who knows? I think.
0: uh, Is it just like kind of like a a murder kind of thing? They're just like a part of the same crew, or so. Like we we have to stick together. Sentimental stuff, or is there any upside for them business wise?
1: Honestly, I think here I'm reading FTX reaches agreement with Tron, allowing TRX, BTT. JST, Sun, and HT holders to swap assets from FTX one to one to external wallets. So they're basically Why? just taking their customers and letting them swap into uh, kind of uh, TRX or the Tron uh, right. ecosystem.
0: Like on their wallets, though, right? They have to like create the FTX and go into their. Yeah they got to go into th- there ecosystem. Oh, fuck, that's so a lot of, kind of just like, hopes to jump through to be if you're a customer like oh my god. But honestly,
1: a lot of them are very desperate cuz you look at it FTX paused withdrawals, so none of them were able to te- take their money out, but given um, you know, Tron being a, giving them a gateway to retrieve their funds, yeah. if they're getting new clients from FTX. So it's a win-win on
0: their end. I know, but if you're like a John, I know, like if you're some sort of like whatever, a like couple thousand here and there, ten thousand in FTX, ten thousand in binance. But if you're an average Joe and you're like, oh man, I just invested like a thousand dollars in FTX, was just like trying to buy the dip, but now I have to deal with this thing. I need, I now need to learn what what the hell Tron is and like how to move. Yeah. Oh my god, that's just like a. I don't, I don't know what their average client is like, but wow, yeah. At least it's yeah. something. At least they're not just like burning it and just like saying, okay, it's over.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, it was really just a big play to get people on the Tron blockchain uh, while mm. they had the opportunity to see you how know, people have, uh, like from some of the crypto influencers that I follow, they had like five, six figures uh, mm. locked up. And if that was their only gateway out, I think that would probably be the more reasonable instead of being of locked up and yeah. no way of getting their money. Right.
0: That's so. true. So is he going to go to jail or what? What do you think?
1: By the looks of it, I, I think so. I mean, uh, him and a lot of his uh, counterparties yeah. or anyone that was involved are definitely going to be uh, in a sticky one with legal. So, I mean, who knows? We'll definitely expect to see if you, I don't know how you kind of, it's crazy to think if you put it into perspective, you're making billions of dollars off of probably one of the biggest exchanges and you decide let's just use client funds. Uh-huh. And try to make more money off of it. Like, wasn't kind of the fees from the exchange not enough for you guys to sustain your business in
0: this market? Can you imagine? Yeah,
1: Fuck. It, It's greed. Like, mm-hmm. and there was rumors that uh, Almeida or Almedia was um, kind of they took huge losses when Luna happened. So FTX was looking to bail them out. So mm-hmm. uh, I think they were kind of becoming insolvent right when Luna happened. That's kind of my perspective from it
0: so it's kind of funny like around june of this year sam was in the news praised like some sort of a gangster hero like m- meaning like he's such a badass he like bailed out a bunch of companies can you like refresh my memory on that a little bit and just like told the list tell the listeners like what happened like back in june when we had similar situations and then somehow yeah sam, so yeah.
1: there was companies like uh kind of celsius um Terra luna there was a lot of Companies going bankrupt because of kind of the situation that was happening. So FTX came in and um, bailed them out by essentially just, you know, instead of going to solve it, they were giving them money. And it just really didn't work out in the end. I mean, if you look at them now, them trying to help other people, they had their balances screwed over by trying to yeah. leverage client funds. And that's how they were able to help out those other um companies, right? It's like, how do you have the money to do that? It's like, hey, let's just borrow, you know, our client funds and pretend like, you know, no one saw us doing it. And, and they Sa- got away with it for quite a bit.
0: Yeah. And Sam Bankman Fried, he was praised like some sort of a JP Morgan on of our times because he bailed out like three hours capital and Celsius and all of that. And he was like the man. He was the guy who saved it, like who saved the industry. And I think the most like as you said in the beginning that this is so huge like in the past like 10 years or whatever you haven't seen anything like that i think it's so huge because of the like the um like the size of ftx and just the amount of like uh, public trust that sam had and I no think, one yeah. expected it. was is that correct
1: it was it was definitely a trust thing because all these previous kind of things that all these all this bearish news or events that occurred within the last couple of years were all due to Hacks, um, just really shady people, shady business. Um, but this one, it's like everyone thought Sam was the god of crypto, and he was here, you know, helping, uh, just to make crypto more, I guess, accessible to to a wider audience. You know, with all these marketing deals, uh, and there was, I think, a lot of controversy with him, uh, with regulation around crypto, um, but yeah, just him being the center spotlight of the scene like as of right now crypto people were believing that we this was the bottom of the bear market that we were in uh with a lot of the news coming from um the feds with uh inflation lowering month to month people thought like hey like this is the time bitcoin should bottom out and start pumping again but with this news coming it really just delayed us by who knows how long
0: what do you think like Do you think Sam is misunderstood? Like, I see on Twitter, maybe it's boats or something, because it's the same message over and over, but saying like, hey, buddy, we're with you. We know you're you're a good guy. Like, you know, we're going to support you. It's okay. Like, you're going to come back to it. And then Sam publicly apologizing to everyone and saying that he he fucked up and all of that. Uh, Do you feel like... And he described in his Twitter, like, oh, I made a mistake. I thought something, something like he used this weird language, like margin was this, but it was that. And I was like one to 18, but it was actually one to two or something. All those kind of like weird arithmetics do you think he just made a genuine mistake or he really like it or was he actually just like it was like a typical greed he just like it was just like an emotional thing that was very um that was egocentric of him and and he just like narcissistic i don't know like do you think he was just like he really just messed up it was like an innocent mistake he overlooked something
1: i think he's us like excuse my language a scumbag i mean he knew what he was doing all along there was tweets from months ago where Uh, He would tweet out like, we're moving this amount of funds to Almeida. Don't worry. This is just uh, like a drill, but it was him taking, like he was taking people's money and just gambling with it basically. So he knew what he was doing all along. He's had shady business with uh, kind of a lot of the the governments. And um, yeah, I think this is just what he's saying now to apologize is not enough. You look at the Twitter comments, everybody's just flaming him. Um, I mean, He's lost people billions of dollars in the last two days and has tanked the entire crypto market by a lot. And it's just lost a lot of trust for people. Even myself, I mean, I've been in it for so long and this was so demotivating. I've, even my, I personally, I've lost a lot of money in what's happened in the last couple of days just from the sad. market crashing and just being like mm-hmm. trading here and there. It's, it's a law, and I I can't imagine people that have like a lot of money locked up on FTX and not being able to touch it, and they're just so lost right now. You know, it feels like a a bad breakup where you know it's you're in shock and you don't know what to expect, and it's wow. just like okay, I just lost my entire life savings, thanks to this guy Sam who is a greedy gambler. At the end of the day,
0: yeah. How do you think this will affect? The industry, other businesses, what's going to happen now with crypto?
1: It's weird because um, even looking uh, at it, some of the investors that were invested in uh, FTX that had like built up such a trust was a part of it was the Ontario Pension Fund. So if you're in Canada, you're in Toronto. Like I think there's like about four hundred million dollars invested in FTX from the Ontario Pension Fund. Even they trust. Which is insane them. to me. They trusted them. And now that money is basically zero. Uh, There's other like Sequoia Capital. I think they just marked down their investment to zero as well. So it's tough. I mean, I think a lot of people are looking to become, you know, more aware of where they keep their money. And there's a lot of trust issues. You you never know. You just have to assume everybody's a bad actor in crypto. And it's mostly important that you look to uh, have full custody of all your funds. You know, there's a lot of, if you want to be trading, there's a lot of uh, other crypto exchanges like uh, decentralized crypto exchanges out there um, that you could be on that, uh, you know, you use your MetaMask wallet, you use whatever, Mm -hmm. where you actually own your funds um, that you're able to trade with. But again, yeah, it's, it's really a bummer. A lot of people that are kind of very baseline, new to crypto are probably looking at this as either a huge buying opportunity or as of right now just this is an entire ponzi scheme it's a scam uh we definitely get all the all the emotions i mean you know from a person that's been in it for a while myself like i don't know what to think but i know that you know dark times comes for the best time to basically buy the dip and just you know in a couple months people are going to slowly start to forget and realize you know, who knows in a couple of years when if a bull happens again and we go yeah. above 60k, it's like, look at this opportunity that we missed at buying at, you know, I mm-hmm. think Bitcoin hit 15, 16k. So, right, there's always opportunity, definitely not financial advice, but right, how low is is low when what other bad news can come out of this? Well, other than- that, yeah. Uh, yeah, other than, you know, if Binance goes insolvent, then that'll be probably really bad. But I'm pretty sure they um, showed proof of uh, reserves. So I think that's what exchanges are starting to show now. And it's good. Yeah. So you know that how much they actually have on their balance sheet.
0: Right. So now exchanges are going transparent and they're showing that, hey, we're not leveraging stuff. We're not gambling with your money. Uh, here's Here they are. Like, here's, everything's here. Um, we have only 10 minutes left. Uh do you think FTX as a brand, as an entity will exist, you know, in the next 12 months, or they will just like liquid liquidate everything and they're just gonna rebrand or just like sell all the assets? Yeah, no,
1: I, I don't think they're gonna exist. I mean, we've seen this with like uh there's a couple of exchanges used to um, you know, beyond like I know Quadrica, Poloniax, there's gonna be new exchanges that come. Um, this case is a lot different. It's definitely very negative from outlook of everyone in the crypto space there's so many other exchanges out there that you know you can try or you can try to trust that you know show proof of reserves you know they won't use your money to gamble with and um i think that's what people should learn from it's definitely a huge learning experience and i think um i just don't see ftx just being in the space in 12 months i think sam we'll probably see him in jail and a lot of the people that uh, was working alongside him. And I think there's just going to be a huge investigation that goes on, but it's mm-hmm. good to kind of get this over with now so that we don't hopefully see this happen in the future and crypto can kind of heal from it. Because if this happened when we were in the middle of a bull run, then, you know, it could have, it could have gotten worse. Yeah. Let's say that.
0: Do you, do you feel like we'll, we're going to see more regulation from the governments?
1: That's the thing. Now that now that uh, this has happened, I think a lot of governments are going to be like, "Hey, if there's going to be stricter rules in place to be getting all of these certifications to be able to, um, you know, open up a crypto exchange or do certain things like staking or you know, providing lending, things like that." So mm-hmm. it's not looking too great. And then, kind of, I guess, like on the other hand, you have Elon Musk, who is just here with buying Twitter. Yeah. Um, there's a huge just revolution happening with him coming in, kind of forced into this. You know, was it forty-ish billion dollar deal to buy Twitter that he's got forced into, and now <laughs> he's making a ton of changes. You can have a verified check for eight dollars now. So I I bought it. (laughs) I'm very on Twitter now. Good for you, honestly. I felt like
0: uh, maybe they're gonna like somehow like move it away or something, but I just wanted to experience that one time in my life, like to be verified. Like, oh my god.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, it's like it's good because it's weird. It's like I don't know. Is it a good thing that? You know, i don't know brackets, well, so. i
0: think they're gonna change some stuff but i'm like okay this is just like a research purpose for marketing or whatever just to feel just to see how it feels to have this cloud <laughs> but now they have like this thing with the check mark where you click on some on the check mark and it tells you what kind of check mark it is is it because you're famous yeah. or because you paid it bucks
1: <laughs> yeah I, I saw there was a podcast that elon was on saying that he wants to turn twitter into wechat in china yeah, 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 yeah. because it was just so was like you do everything yeah. payments mm-hmm. And that's where you know dogecoin could possibly come in or, or another yeah. like digital currency that can come in and you know become a part of twitter and do payments through mm-hmm. twitter in america he is it's trying like... to yeah sorry he's yeah, trying, he's
0: trying to... to he's gone he's trying he he's applying for licensing for payments licensing on twitter so that's where like okay yeah. like, this word what he's like thinking here but i love that we have this opportunity to like We'll see how he makes changes, how he makes changes in the company like live, you know, because we're all using that platform, like, for example, with Tesla or SpaceX or whatever, we we'll just use the final product. And here we're like guinea pigs, you know, we actually can see the changes as they go.
1: So that's yeah. Kind of and interesting. He, and then firing kind of half the employees and looking and I think I saw an article today about how he's bringing everybody out of um, remote work and oh, yeah. everyone has to come into office. So yeah, that that's one quite interesting. Yeah. yeah and and just being and firing a lot of those software engineers and engineers i think what's going to happen is it's going to be a huge um shift in how twitter operates because a lot of people aren't going to understand what this uh, like what certain systems do Mm. and that could be the fall of twitter of just you fire this you know senior software engineer who runs this certain department but yeah and they were working at twitter for like who knows like 10 plus years and they're the only ones that know how to worked as part of it and now it's like you remove them from the equation and you know you have Mm -hmm. these developers that might not be too experienced and like what do you do you just kind of fired half of your um company intelligence when it comes to actually knowing the twitter pro like project on the back end
0: either way i'm very excited to see what's going to happen even if it's going to go down like it would be interesting to see that i i I feel like it's yeah it's not like like him or not, he does have an impressive track record and like creating these companies and like operating them. Yeah. But uh, we are getting, we are like, I'd love to talk more about Tesla with you, but maybe in another podcast when we have more news, we we are getting running out of time. So Miggy, I just wanted to say thank you so much for explaining to me and for my listeners and viewers, this whole drama, the saga of finance uh, versus FTC, who is sam bankman fried and and uh, and cz and all of that i feel like this is all like kind of uh i don't know as you said like there are tectonic movements you know happening on the in the industry so it's important that everyone understands what exactly is happening thank you
1: for sure of course i mean uh thank you again for having me on the podcast uh that was kind of just like a very entry level uh kind of thesis or whatever you want to call it a ramble of what's happening in the space and again like Twitter is your best friend. If you want to know more about what's happening, like it's all over Twitter at the moment. So definitely go check it out. And again, Samir, I appreciate you a lot for having me on here. Uh, I think Thanks, this is Mickey. probably one of my first podca- podcast to actually kind of speak oh, yeah? on. So, well,
0: it's, it's hats definitely hats not. You. <laughs> thank you, sir. It's not the last one. Uh, can people find you somewhere like follow you somewhere or just, uh, how they can, how can they like learn more about you?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, for anyone in the professional scene Miguel Henson on LinkedIn you'll see a picture of me I mean you could find me on there that's probably your best bet I do uh post a lot of web3 content on there and kind of just my thoughts uh on what's happening in the space so cool yeah all
0: right I'll post the links as well thank you so much Mickey. awesome
1: thank you so much guys take care